In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The second Sunday in Advent is called Bible Sunday. The epistle says the scriptures were written for our learning to give us spiritual strength and to fill us with the virtue of hope. And the collect turns this into a prayer that we may so read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the scriptures that we may embrace and hold fast the hope of everlasting life. The gospel proclaims the enduring truth and power of God's word. Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The Bible is not always viewed positively because some people misuse it. Some people use the Bible as a kind of weapon with which to beat their enemies. Some Christians seem incapable of having a conversation without dropping Bible quotes at random, which are often uh, out of context and unrelated to the point they're actually trying to make. I don't personally trust anyone who's promoting or teaching the Bible for whom the Bible is not first and foremost a source of their own interior transformation. The validation of the power of scriptures is in the life of the teacher. Then we're willing to hear what they have to say to someone else. There's also a mysterious linguistic disease that afflicts many people of faith. It's the inability to utter three simple words, I don't know. To say that the Bible contains the authoritative revelation of God is not to say that it can answer every question. Too frequently, some notable Christian has insisted that an opinion is biblical only to have subsequent biblical and scientific study reveal that the person was quite simply wrong. And this casts cast doubt upon what the Bible does teach with authority. For if the person was wrong about the Bible here, then maybe the Bible is wrong everywhere. Like the three words, it is finished, the words, I don't know, are very good words, and every Christian should learn them. The Bible is a story. It is the story that gives our lives their authentic meaning. It is a story of the creation, fall, and redemption of humanity. It tells how humans mess things up, and then how God enters into that messiness to accomplish his will anyway. As Joseph said to his brothers, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. This story, this narrative, competes with other stories and narratives for control of our lives. It competes with the economic narrative that tells us to maximize our profit always. It competes with the pleasure narrative, which tells us always to avoid pain and pursue always that which makes us feel good. It competes with the esteem narrative that tells us to compete with others for status and attention. It competes with the happiness narrative that tells us we should always pursue that which makes us feel happy whatever that means. Too often Christians live in the wrong story. 
we drift away from the story of our redemption and begin to live for something other than Christ. The spiritual discipline of Bible reading and Bible study bring us back to our true story. As we read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the scriptures, we are reminded of who we are in Christ, why we are here, and where we are headed. Bible reading confronts us and convicts us. It exposes our faulty motives and our false aims and leads us to continual repentance and continually reorients our lives towards the kingdom of God. The Collecton Epistle today focus on the virtue of hope that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. The Christian virtue of hope is not merely the general belief that things will work out for the good somehow. It is the interior knowledge that God is working in our lives to prepare us for eternal life in his kingdom. This is not only a doctrine we believe in. It is an organic reality that is taking place within us through the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Christian hope is analogous to the hope that a seed planted in the ground will become a mature plant. We hope that it will become a plant. If it is planted in good soil, and if it is watered and fertilized and receives sunlight, it will become a plant. This is not the same as saying, I hope the Rams will win the game. That kind of hope is merely a wish for one result among many other, perhaps more likely, options. It may not happen, but God will do what he says he will do. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Thus, the main challenge to the virtue of hope in our lives is our own lack of patience and perseverance. If we continue in faith and faithfulness, if we never stop returning to confess and receive grace and uh, devote ourselves again to God's will and word, the life of God within us will continue to grow towards its eternal destiny. God is faithful, but sometimes we are tempted to give up. And the main source of discouragement is living in the wrong story. We pursue things in the world and become discouraged when we do not get them. Then we blame God for it. Many people do not need an answer to prayer as much as they need a change in their story. The narratives of the world set us up for disappointment and discouragement. They cause us to live for things that we may never get. They cause us to live for things that in any event we will lose by age and death rather than living for the sure and certain 
eternal hope of resurrection and life in the world to come. It is hard to live faithfully in the story of redemption if we do not have regular habits of Bible reading and study that call us back to that story. The spiritual battle we face is precisely the battle to stay in our prayer and to stay in the word of God, to stay in the narrative of redemption in Christ. Each day we are tempted to turn our focus towards the pursuit of monetary gain, to attempt to run from our pain and and grab on to some unfaithful painkiller, to aim at some kind of happiness the way the world defines it. The Bible brings us back to our true story, to what God is doing within us and to the virtue of hope. Like any endeavor that is worthwhile, Bible reading takes time to learn how to do and time to practice. But consider the time you devote to your favorite hobby or TV show or sport. Consider the time you spend preoccupied with various forms of media and entertainment. And consider how much anxiety you take on because of this immersion into the story of the world. Since heaven and earth, all these things will pass away, but God's word will last forever. What we really need is to change our priorities and to change the story in which we are living. Thus, as we pray on Bible Sunday, blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, Grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.